hallelujah okay so let's i want to continue we will continue on the watchman we are going to continue on the watchman so those of you who know god is speaking to us about the watchman or the watchman ministry and the last time what we were hearing from him was about the sounds from heaven about the sounds from heaven sounds from heaven how the watchman has to be in tune with the sounds from heaven how that anything happens on earth any work on god that manifest on earth it is followed by the sound that comes from heaven now when it say, when i say sound from heaven there are many heavens but i am talking about the highest the heavens of heaven that is the highest heaven where the throne room of god is alleluia and as a watchman we you as a watchman that god will give you a discerning spirit to discern the sounds so that you can interpret the sounds and uh, know what god is going to do on the face of the earth and blow the trumpet accordingly okay in relation to that let us go to the book of first kings let us go to the book of first kings chapter number 22 no now i think i want to read out the the chapter here so listen carefully and then we will see what what the lord wants to speak through that chapter going ahead with the series of watchmen so first uh, kings chapter number 22 let us read from verse number 1 onwards now 3 years passed without war between syria and israel then it came to pass in the third year that jehoshaphat the king of juda went down to visit the king of israel and the king of israel said to his servants do you know that ramoth in gilead is ours but we hesitate to take it out of the land of the king of syria so he said to jehoshaphat will you go with me to fight at ramoth gilead jehoshaphat said to the king of israel i am as you are my people as your people my my horses as your horses also jehoshaphat said to the king of israel please inquire for the word of the lord today now if you read if you know about jehoshaphat jehoshaphat was a was a kind of a person a king who feared god who had a relationship with a, with god till a extent and um, he knew the things of god so but this king is coming and making friendship with the king of israel king ahab who is not a good king and who has no connection with the lord god almighty with jehovah god and whose wife is jezebel who makes israel serve the foreign gods so here this good king who knows god comes and fellowships with a evil king that is king ahab of israel and what ahab instigates jehoshaphat for is jehoshaphat that ramoth in gilead is is ours so can you come with me can you collaborate with me and come with me so that we can fight and take over so jehoshaphat says okay i am as you are i am your good friend and but verse number 5 jehoshaphat as his custom is that he would enquire of the lord so he asks king uh, the king of israel to please enquire the word of the lord today okay now starts what we want to see what we want to hear from god from the scriptures from verse number 6 then the king of israel gathered the prophets together about 400 men and said to them shall i go against ramoth gilead to fight or shall i refrain so they said go up for the lord will deliver it into the hand of the king he brought the prophets to to hear the word of the lord to enquire of the lord how many prophets 400 of them and all the 400 prophets there in the palace prophesied the same thing they confirmed the same thing yes this is what the lord is speaking all of them together and they said this is what god is telling you king of israel you can go and fight for ramoth ramoth gilead for god will give it into your hands so this is this is what the prophet is saying the prophets of israel this is what they are saying this is the word of the lord this is the direction of the lord this is what god wants you to do 
Okay. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not still a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? Hallelujah. Jehoshaphat knows how the Lord speaks. Jehoshaphat being a spiritual man, he knows a real prophet of the Lord, how he is. He knows the characteristics of the real prophet. He knows how that prophet, a real prophet, a real genuine prophet of God ministers. So he, 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 did, he could not believe those 400 prophets. And he asked the king of Israel, is there not anyone else? Because I doubt, I doubt. Is there not anyone else with whom we can confirm the word of the Lord? Okay. So the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man, Micaiah. Micaiah. Micaiah was the watchman over Israel at that time. Hallelujah. Micaiah was the watchman over Israel at that time. Micaiah, the son of Imla. By whom we may, we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him. Because he does not prophesy good concerning me. But evil. And Jehoshaphat said. Let not the king say such things. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said. Bring Micaiah the son of Imla quickly. The king of Israel and Jehoshaphat the king of Judah. Having put on their robes. Sat each on his throne. At a threshing floor. At the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. Now Zedekiah the son of. The son of Chenana. Had made horns of iron for himself. And he said. Thus says the Lord. With these you shall gore the Syrians. Until they are destroyed. And all the prophets prophesied. So saying. Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper. For the Lord will deliver it into the king's hand. Then the messenger who had gone to call Micaiah spoke to him saying, Now listen the words of the prophets. With one accord encourage the king. Please let your word be like the word of one of them and speak encouragement. The messenger who, who went to brought the prophet Micaiah told Micaiah, You see, in the crusade, all the, all the pastors who are invited as speakers in the crusade, they are speaking good, good things, okay? So you be careful to only encourage people. Don't talk about sin. Don't talk about repentance. Don't talk about all those things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go with the flow, Micaiah. Okay? Go with the trend. Go with every, what everyone is speaking. And Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, whatever the Lord says to me, that I will speak. That I will speak. So I am just reading out the scripture and then we will go to the revelation of it. Okay. Then he came to the king and the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead or shall we refrain? And he answered him, go and prosper for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. So the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Then he said, I saw all Israel. This is the word of the Lord now. The Lord speaking now. Through his prophet, through his watchman. Okay, see this. Then he said, I saw all Israel on the mount, scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let each return to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? Hallelujah. Prophecy. Uh, nowadays, like, like King Ahab, he made prophecy as a product of satisfying his own desire. That is what he gave, that is what was his definition for prophecy. He chose prophets for himself who will only encourage him, who will only talk good about him. They will not lead him to the Lord. Prophets who will not lead him closer to God, closer to the mind of God, reveal the revelations of God, reveal the counsel of God, reveal the holiness of God. But prophets who would speak, prophets who would speak as per his own desires. Apostle Paul says that in the last days, that is what will happen. People will choose for themselves teachers 
people will choose for themselves prophets who will satisfy their itching ears who will speak as per their own desires and what they want to hear hallelujah are we together people amen listen to me so verse number 18 king of israel said to jehoshaphat did not did i not tell you he would not prophesy good concerning me but evil then micaiah said therefore hear the word of the lord i saw the lord now listen to this this is very important we will come to that at a later stage but it's very important where did micaiah receive this word from where this is the place from where he received the word therefore hear the word of the lord i saw the lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by on his right hand and on his left so that means micaiah had access to the heavens of heaven micaiah was in the throne room of god hallelujah that is that is the first point last time when i ended i ended about i was talking about the throne position and i was talking about the throne room of god the first requirement to fulfill the ministry of a watchman is to have access is to have access to the throne room of god okay is to have access to the throne room of god why i am saying access and not position uh, we cannot be positioned always in the secret place because we, we we are living in the flesh so we have other activities to do sometimes you have to go out in the market to buy vegetables so every time you cannot be in the secret place i am talking practically okay but what i the the useful words that could be used to explain this is what i want to say is a watchman should have access always he should have access to the heavens of heaven that is the throne room of god the third heaven we will come to that so this prophets who were prophesying go to ramoth gilead you will win i have they the the voice that they caught they caught a voice they caught a sound but that sound was not from the third heaven okay that sound came either from the second heaven or from the first heaven which is manipulated i will come to the levels of heaven and what happens there if you want to be accurate if you want to be accurate in 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 catching the sounds of heaven you got to have the access to the throne room of god okay i will come to that at a later stage but this is what micaiah is speaking therefore i hear the word of the lord i saw the lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by on his right and on his left so he was in the throne room of heaven in the discussion that god was having in the throne room of heaven about ahab about israel what was the discussion look at this verse number 20 and the lord said who will persuade ahab to go up that he may fall at ramoth gilead the lord has already destined the destruction of ahab because i we don't want to go into the history because all that he did the evil that he did in israel and against the people of israel and against the god of israel so we will not go into his sin and why the lord there were many sins many evil things that he has done so that was the discussion going on in his, in in the heaven throne room god is asking who will persuade ahab to go up that he may fall at ramoth gilead so one spoke in this manner and another spoke in that manner then a spirit what a spirit then a spirit came forward stood before the lord and said i will persuade him the lord said to him in what way so he said i will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets whose prophets underline that whose prophets ahab's prophets i will go i will go and be what a lying spirit in the mouth in the tongue in the voice in the voice of all his prophets of all the prophets of ahab and the lord said you shall persuade him and also prevail go out and do so the lord gave permission to a lying spirit from the throne room and the spirit with which 
the prophets, the 400 prophets were prophesying was the was not a truth but a lie that proceeded from the throne room of God to have Ahab deceived and killed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Always remember, as a watchman, as a watchman, you are not serving any man. You are not a watchman for a person. You are a watchman for God. And you are a watchman who is serving God. Not a man. Not even a congregation. Not any kind of people. You are a watchman who is serving what? Who? God. Not Ahab. Not Ahab. Hallelujah. Amen. A, a, a godly man recently. A man that I hear. <clears throat> a man that I hear. And he is a powerful godly man. And that man was invited in the, in the ceremony where they were ordaining the president of, of a country. So that man was invited in the high officials. They, he, he got a seat. That man of God got a seat there. And it happened so that that president of that country who was going to be elected, who, who was already elected, and it was his ordination ceremony, uh, many, many Christian prophets and pastors were invited there. And after he was ordained, those pastors and prophets, this man of God, who is a godly man of God, who, who is a powerful and genuine man of God, genuine apostle, he said that he saw that the pastors and prophets went to that president to forcibly advertise their name, telling him that, oh, we prophesied, that's why you came. You know, we knew that you will come and they were advertising at the stage, advertising at the stage and they were advertising to the president so that they can please the president. And when he saw that, he said, we need to pray for the prophets. We need to pray for the pastors. Because if you start to advertise yourself, you know, advertise yourself. You know, you know, you need to accept me as a man of God. I did this, I did that. And you go and advertise so that you can get people through the advertisement. That means you don't believe that you are called. You don't believe that you are called if you advertise yourself. Hallelujah. That means that person has a lot of insecurities. If you are called and if you know that God is the one who will advertise you Amen. when the time comes. You, you, if, that means you, you, you have your security is not in your own abilities. You have your security in God. But if you start doing those things to please the president, to please the politicians, to please blah, blah, blah. Hallelujah. That means you are not, you are an insecure person. You don't have enough faith in your own God. Hallelujah. Pro these prophets, these prophets were trying to please the king of Israel and not the God of heaven. Hallelujah. These prophets were trying to please a man. Their ministry was not towards God. Their ministry was towards the king of Israel. Are we understanding? That's why they had access to the throne room of the king of Israel, but they did not have access to the throne room of the king of kings and the lord of lords. No, no access there. No access there. Hallelujah. And the sound that came, that they caught a hold of and started to prophesy, and they thought, this is God, this is God, Ahab, go. They were so convicted, convicted that it is God, but it was a lying spirit. My God. The deception level was so high. And in our time, that is the level of deception. More higher than that. People are convicted about a thing so much. And they speak about it. But they don't even know it has come from a lying spirit. And it has not proceeded from the throne room of God. Why? Because they have no access. They have no access. They have no access to the throne room of God. The number one, the number one thing that you need to have... As a watchman that you should have access to the holy of holies. To the holy of holies. Are we together? Amen. Hallelujah. So that is point number one from this chapter. Prof Prophet Micaiah was a watchman who had access 
to the throne room of God. Why I am saying he was a watchman? Because in the nation of Israel, no one knew what was happening. But Micaiah, before he came to the throne room of, of the king, he already knew. He already knew what God would do with Ahab. God had intentions to destroy Ahab. He was a watchman. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. He was a watchman. The wa a watchman has what? First no point number one. Prophet Micaiah was a watchman who had access to the throne room of God. Throne room of God. When, when I say intimacy, be intimate with God. I am not talking about many people. If, if I say in, be intimate with God, what, what is the picture you, you draw in your mind? Huh? What is the picture you draw in your maybe Maybe people think, oh, intimate with God means um, uh, hugging Jesus. You know, being close to the ch chest of Jesus. Leaning on Jesus. Hugging Jesus. Being very close to Jesus. Being in the bosom of Jesus. In, the definition of intimacy is not that. As we see on in the pictures that is sent on WhatsApp. That people are hugging Jesus and Jesus is carrying them. That is not intimacy. You know what is intimacy? Intimacy is having access to the throne room of God. That is intimacy. Hmm? Hallelujah. Having access to the throne room of God. Okay, stay with me. Psalm chapter number 24. Psalm chapter. Let us go there a bit and let us come back after that to, the, to this chapter. Psalm chapter number 24. Hallelujah. We have just started off with tonight's topic. Psalm chapter 24, verse number 3 and 4. Verse number 3 and 4. This is how this verse speaks about how you can act, have access to the throne room of heaven. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? That place or that hill is the throne room okay the top of the mountain the most holy place so it says that who may ascend into the hill of the lord or who may stand in his holy place he who has clean hands and a pure heart hmm? he what who has clean hands not even bible knowledge what it says clean hands Bible knowledge is not mentioned there. Clean hands is mentioned there. And pure heart. Pure heart. Heart that is pure. Heart that is not manipulated. No unforgiveness. No bitterness. No strife. No jealousy against others. No competing or competition against others. Hallelujah. Are we see, uh, do we see that? No deception. No malice, no wrath, no anger. Pure heart, pure heart. No, uh, no, no selfishness. Huh? No selfishness. Like God, I, uh, you know, I am reading the Bible. I am doing these things because the prophet told me to come closer to God so that um, you know you will get a job. No, 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 Lord, I, I, I am serving you. I am worshiping you because what you did for me. I, I am expecting nothing. Though I know you will do it for me. But I seek you with a selfless heart. That is a pure heart. Pure heart. Pure heart. Hallelujah. What? Clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. Who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. Nor sworn deceitfully. Hallelujah. These are the requirements. Clean hands. Pure heart, not lifted his soul to an idol. Yes, physical idols which people worship. Physical idols are the gods and goddesses that people worship. And apart from that, giving place to personalities, giving place to people or giving place to maybe money or maybe giving place to an influence. Uh, giving the first place of their life to those things those things which is an idol these are the requirements these are the requirements hallelujah 
um, I, I don't have, I cannot disclose testimonies through which I can explain you what is God looking for. Huh? What is God looking for? Though we fast, though we pray and do all sorts of spiritual activities, but what God is looking for is your heart. What is the state of your heart? Is your heart clean? That is the primary requirement. Hallelujah. Why you are serving God? The intentions behind what you do will evaluate the condition of your heart. The intentions behind what you do, anything you do, the intention behind that will evaluate the condition of your heart. For example, ask yourself, why did I come in this prayer meeting? What is the reason? Is there any selfish need? Or is there... I want to monitor someone or what is the intention behind me coming to this prayer meeting? If it is purely I want to know God, I want to seek God, be equipped in the word of God, know him more. That is a pure heart. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. But your intention is something else. Apart from the pure intention of knowing and seeking God, it's something else. Then how much ever you fast, how much ever you read the Bible, how much ever you pray, you say, oh, I fasted 21 days, 40 days, 50 days, 100 days, 200 days. But if your heart is not clean, you cannot ascend to the hill of the Lord. You are fasting and starving yourself. Oh, and telling people, oh, I am fasting, I am fasting, you know. That, that is how the Pharisees were. Jesus said, the, you look at the Pharisees, they are more concerned about their outward testimony. When they fast, they make their face pale and show people, Oh, I am a fasting giant, you know, I am fasting. I am doing this. I am giving offering. I am giving tithes. I am feeding the poor. Hallelujah. And Jesus says the intention, they are doing spiritual activities. They are tithing. They are giving offering. They are fasting, they are praying, but the intention of all their spiritual activities is not good. They do it to show people. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are we understanding people? Yeah. That is the requirement. That is why Micaiah was in his house. He was not found in the king's palace when the people were prophesying. He was, he was in his house. He was, he was not in... In the show shining place uh, where, where people are making, doing something trendy in the crowds. He was not in that place to please men, to show men that he is a prophet. To show Ahab he is a prophet. He is in his house. Hallelujah. A godly man who has access to the throne room of God has died to men. He does not want to be a good testimony. He is not trying to please men. Not at all. Not at all. He is not at all trying to have a good testimony among men. Micaiah the prophet. You see in the Bible, everyone there were prophesying. Why they were prophesying in the king's palace? They wanted to have a status that we are the prophets of Israel. Hmm? People should know that we are the prophets. People should know that we are the. I am the apostle. People should know that I am the prophet. People should know that I am the pastor. So I am always uh, following the trend. Anything comes that is trending. There is a, there is a, maybe there is a soccer match in uh, the soccer tournament in USA. And one or two prophets in USA start to prophesy that, you know, God told me that this team is going to win. And when they prophesied, their videos went viral on YouTube. And people start to be, become inquisitive. Oh, what is God saying? Which team will win? So to follow that trend, many who want to be known as prophets start to make videos about who will win. They want to be in the trend to be known as a prophet, to be known as an apostle. But a real man of God will not like to be known by anyone or everyone. He wants to hide in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Micaiah was at home. These prophets were prophesying in the king's palace, following the trend. That is what happens nowadays. 
anyone prophesies if there is an election one person will prophesy oh election i think i should hear god for the election because if i tell people who is going to win and what is happening you know i will be recognized because i many i will i will gain many followers ah hallelujah i never prophesy when i never prophesy if god does not speaks to me when elections come i speak nothing because are we understanding the real watchman ministry a uh, watchman will only speak when god is speaking you see some prophet speaking blah 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 on every situation i am telling you note it down i am telling you the truth they are not the prophets of god they are not the prophet not at all they are not the watchman on the walls of america they are not they are not they are deceiving people because god does not speaks about every situation god is a gentleman if you have met with him if anyone here has an encounter with god will know how god speaks i know how he speaks when he comes to me he will just say maybe one sentence and he will go he will not give explanations yes he will only speak one sentence or maybe most two or three sentences small sentences and he will say that and he will leave then you have to sit with the holy spirit and understand what were the utterance of what was the utterance he god is like that i i know him because i talk to him he speaks to me on a regular basis he will not speak many words he will not give you explanations he will not you give you justifications do you know listen to me listen to me people of god but satan is not like that satan can sit with you at your coffee table and he can sit with you for 2 hours or 3 hours you know why because he is trying to convince you to believe his lies anyone if anyone tries to convince anyone they have to use many words and explanations okay if i i if i come and uh, my my intention is to convince sister k you know i will use many sister k it's not like that this is this this is you are not understanding i will use many words many words to convince her to explain to her yeah satan is like that he can sit at the coffee table and continue to speak to you blah 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 hallelujah he will continue to speak to you because he is not having a truth he is having a lie in which you he wants to convince you to believe it. but a person who speaks the truth his words will be less he will not speak much he will just speak it out and leave it because he knows what i am speaking is truth and i don't have to convince people listen or read the gospel of john the gospel of john records a lot of arguments and apologetics apologetics that jesus did with the pharisees and see how he did he said i need no human witness the doctrine that i have i have received from the one who sent me and it is not my own and i know whatever whatever i say it is not my own and that's why i don't seek glory for my own self but i seek glory for the one who sent me who sent me when you are the sent of god a watchman is a man who did not come by his own accord but watchmen are sent by god to speak that means when a watchman speaks he is not speaking so that his ministry will grow or he will gain more followers or he will gain influence he is just going there and speaking because a master has sent him to speak there and he just wants to complete the assignment of the master the sent of god the sent of god there are many there are many so called prophets and apostles in the field who are not even sent they are doing ministry because they want to do ministry they are going places because they want to go to places they are not sent by god with an assignment do you know jesus was sent read the gospels matthew mark luke and john and you will see numerous times that he was sent and even last week i took a sermon in a different meeting i will post the power of being sent so a watchman is sent by god he does not care if anyone believes that he is a prophet or a apostle or not he knows who is he and he is not trying to win the recognition of men he is not trying to win the approval of men by doing some things and pleasing ahab or pleasing the king he is in the room so a watchman the point number 1 is the watchman should have access to the 
throne room of God. And hallelujah. Okay. Point number two. Not the second point. Not cancelling the first point. But the second point is necessary along with the first point is as Micaiah. Okay. He was not a coward to go in the king's palace and uh, to not to speak the word of God. But he was bold and courageous to be the odd man out among the prophets of Israel. And he was bold and courage courageous to flow against the so-called prophetic tide that was flowing in Israel. Yes. He was bold and courageous enough to flow. Everyone in Everyone in your country is saying something, you know, this is what will happen. This is what will happen. This is what will happen. But if you are a watchman who has access to the throne room of God and God gave you a, gave you a word that is against the trend that is going on in your, in your church, in your, in your country, you should be bold enough to stand up and flow against the tide. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> 400 prophets, all of them are prophesying. This is what the Lord is saying, Ahab, go and you will win. But one man comes and becomes the odd man out. And he says, no, no, this is not what the Lord is saying. What the Lord is saying is, you will go to Ramoth Gilead and God will kill you there. God will allow you to be killed there and all Israel will be scattered. Hallelujah. Do you have the courage or will you keep it? Some watchmen are at the first level. They have access to the throne room of God. But they don't have the boldness to stand for the word that they have heard. Hallelujah. Do you have the courage? You will have the courage when you are convicted that God, you in your identity as a watchman. When you are convicted that you, you meet with the real God of heaven. When you are convicted and assured in the position you are standing in the realms of the spirit. You will be bold and courageous to flow against the tide. To flow against the trends that is going on. Many times I, I do that and that's why I don't have many followers unfortunately. Because many times I have to flow against the tide. You know what is the tide nowadays? The tide, the, the waves that are flowing in the church is, is encouragement. Is encouragement. I know I, I, all my sermons are encouraging by the way. It will build you up. But another type of encouragement I am talking about. I, you know, don't worry about your sin and this and that. And, you know, they, they portray our Jesus as a good teacher. As a, as a God. Like other gods, you know, he will heal you. He will, he will prosper you. He will give you money. He will give you a job. Uh, he will do what you want. You know, he will not keep you poor. He will not keep you in sickness. He will give you good health. And if you preach that, if you preach that, Muslims, Hindus, Sikhs, Parsis, whatever religion, atheists, everyone will agree with you. Because everyone wants their self to be benefited. And if you will preach a Jesus, which will benefit everyone, they will agree with you. Oh, the, the Muslims and the Hindus will come and they will say, Oh, brother, we also believe, oh, pastor, we also believe that Jesus was a good teacher. Jesus was, was a good man. But when you will break that line and you will start saying that Jesus is the only God and no other God that you serve. <laughs> I am telling you, in one night, the next Sunday, your church which had a Number of 10,000 people will come down to 10 people. And you will recognize that 9,990 people were there because you were preaching Jesus as a good teacher and a good man. But the day you tell them that Jesus is the only God and all other gods that are worshipped are no gods. He is the only way. He is the way, the truth and the life. The day you start to... <laughs> Hallelujah! So, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. That is the tide that is flowing. You do whatever, but we encourage you 
people want encouragement people want pastors that would that could pamper them that would pat their back every day oh you are doing good you are doing good oh no no nothing will you are doing good i am praying for you people want that all those pampering spoon feeding like 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 we spoon feed babies and once the lord told me once the lord spoke to me that rahul i don't want babies i want warriors i want warriors and if a pastor spoon feeds people pampers people day and night and people want to be pampered people don't want a servant of god who can lead them to christ people nowadays want a mother or a father to pamper them and keep them pat their backs oh i am i am your father i will take care of you you have that problem i will pray for you you want that jo- job i will pray for you and they become they take the place of the heavenly father that's why that's why i am against the fatherhood concept in the church i will tell you why i know there are scriptures where paul says that i am your father and he says timothy is my spiritual son all those things but paul was not that kind of a father who take the but i i will tell, but but that is what is happening people are being pampered if you want to give birth or train a warrior you cannot pamper that warrior you hallelujah you cannot pamper that warrior okay any which ways the second point is you have to be bold and courageous to flow against the tide to flow against the trend if you are a watchman be bold to speak out the word be bold some watchmen are just at the first stage they go to the to the throne room of god they they hear god but they don't speak out because they think oh if i speak you know people will persecute me but micaiah was bold and courageous he stood up there and he said ahab you are going to die if you go to ramoth gilead this is the word of the lord this is what i saw the lord speaking from the throne room of heaven bold and courageous flowing against the tide yes hallelujah that is a real man of god why does he flow against the tide because he does not wants any recognition for himself he does not wants a fan following for himself he does not wants to build a mega church he just wants to be a watchman on the walls of his assignment hallelujah he just wants to be he just wants to fulfill god's assignment point number 3 point number 3 is what i told you micaiah did not wanted to be well known and accepted by people he was okay to be rejected by men and he found his joy in walking with the lord hallelujah he did not wanted to be well known or accepted by people he was okay to be rejected by men he was okay to be rejected the whole israel rejects me and thinks that i am a fool speaking speaking something some lies and i i am a legalist or i am always against i have let them think that but he found his joy in walking with the lord many christians are so concerned in what that brother thinks about me what this sister thinks about me or if i speak that i may, maybe i will offend them go and do some other work don't step into ministry no 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 don't do ministry don't do ministry if you are like that don't do ministry you are not you maybe you are called but you are not equipped don't step into ministry if you are too concerned what people would think about you and talk behind your back hallelujah jesus was even uh, said by the pharisees said jesus you have a demon in you he the pharisees said you are belzebub we the pharisees jesus did not care he continued speaking and doing what he what his father called him to do hallelujah a watchman a, not only a watchman a godly man of god a kingdom man a man who walks with god he is okay that the society rejects him he is okay to live in a place where people have a wrong perspective about him he is okay with that he is not trying to prove himself yes when you will rise in spiritual maturity when you will rise in walking with the holy spirit you know sometimes and even when you have this discerning spirit sometimes you will st- step into a room uh, where five of your friends are sitting there and you step into that room and you just sense by the holy spirit that before you went in there these people were speaking against you yes yes hallelujah that is what jesus in the book of john suddenly when they were at the table eating their supper suddenly jesus 
with the by the spirit of the word of knowledge the gift of the word of knowledge jesus said there is someone here who is going to betray me someone is plotting against me here behind my back hallelujah yeah when you walk in the spirit you would know many times i see see people plotting against me in in dreams or in, in when i pray i hear that words what they are speaking against me in their bedroom or in their houses and i know they have wrong perspective but i have come to a stage that i let it go i don't even go and tell them that i know what you are speaking i don't even do that but i know what is happening are we understanding hallelujah oh my hallelujah so what i am saying is you you rise up to a spiritual stature where that where everyone has a wrong perspective about you you know that you are walking with god but they are carrying all wrong perspectives and thoughts about you but you don't care it does not bothers you it does not at all at all pinches you or bothers you and it does not at all makes you worried oh you know everyone is thinking about me like that in the church you know you don't cry you just you are just a joyful man because your security your joy is in what god thinks about you and what not what it's not in what people think about you that is spiritual maturity that is spiritual maturity hallelujah i see so many ministers so many young people old people alike ladies who wants to do ministry they are so concerned oh my god brother raul what they will think about me oh this 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 that if i will speak like that what they will think and all those things don't do ministry don't do ministry first of all build up your stature to be to be a man of god yes to be a man or be a to be a woman of god who is not bothered by what people think about you hallelujah yes a watchman the you see prophet micaiah was not trying to be accepted by everyone he was not trying to be accepted by everyone as a prophet he knew what he was know what you are if god calls you you are a prophet you are a prophet you don't need people to approve of that hallelujah. yes operate in that calling operate in that anointing hallelujah amen, amen. okay so so listen to me now let us go to second uh, where we were first kings chapter number 22 first kings chapter number 22 verse number 23 we were there therefore look the lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours and the lord has declared disaster against you okay this is the truth that he said <clears throat> verse number 24 now zedekiah the son of chenana went near and struck micaiah on the cheek and said which way did the spirit from the lord go from me to speak to you you see he slapped micaiah he slapped micaiah and said which way from the spirit of god went from me to speak to you i am a prophet here i am recognized here i have the spirit of god ah uh -huh, hallelujah you see trying to prove himself trying to prove himself <laughs> any man trying to prove in a meeting i see the lord of pastors who prophesy who prophesy you know i i am not I know prophecy. I operate in the gift of prophecy, but there is a way to operate in the gift of prophecy. There is a way to operate in the gift of knowledge. I will not pe put people in the front row with mic and ask them to repeat what I am saying just to boost my ego and so that I can get the flow to prophesy. I will not people. I will not forcibly ask people whatever I am saying. You you need to nod your head and say yes and confirm me those things. But if you don't agree with me, I will give you up to Satan. that is what prophets do if you they when they are prophesying to people and saying you know i see you this i see your native place in that place and if the person is not responding the prophets get the prophet gets angry oh no no you are not the person i should prophesy on let me go on to the next person and if the, if the if the crowd is not shouting prophesy papa prophesy papa and if the crowd is not agreeing with the prophet he does not gets the flow it's oh my have you seen that I am not I have not only seen that I have done that. I before I got my got a ministry from the Lord. I was serving other ministers of the gospel. I was serving prophets. You know? And I was with prophets. I was with a prophet who told me, you know, 
he, I, he used to make me sit in the front row sit in the front row rahul because he knew that i, I was a selfless man who wanted to serve the servants of god so he he knew i was very obedient so sit in the front row and he said any time you know i i prophesy something you you should say prophesy man of god in the mic loudly prophesy papa prophesy so <laughs> so i held the mic i held the mic and whenever he would speak and sometimes he said no this meeting is very dry people are not responding you see so rahul you go and take the guitar and play music and so that i can get a i can get the flow i can get the flow ah, 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 hallelujah i know that there is a prophetic flow that comes through godly music i am not denying that but what happens nowadays in the prophetic is is the prophet needs a boost of attention towards himself so that he can prophesy a boost of attention all attention to should be on himself he wants his sound to resound and someone to agree and when when he says when he hears someone saying prophesy papa his the, the he says that the holy spirit you know boosts in him and he can see things that is not how we do prophetic ministry hallelujah when i prophesy even if people don't agree with me i know the lord has spoken with me if people don't agree, agree with me i know there is one who agrees with me that is my father who has spoken to me hallelujah so i will say things and let them go i can prophesy without music i can prophesy even if anyone does not says amen i can prophesy i can preach revelations even if the crowd is dry and not responding i will do my work and after the meeting is done i thought they were dry but after that our testimonies come up and people say we never heard the words that you spoke hallelujah, hallelujah. yes that is the real jesus of the bible that is the real prophetic ministry but it, it is manipulated it is it is driven by a self uh, seeking atmosphere they need they want a boost in their ego if they don't get the boost if they don't get the music if they don't get the drum beats behind them they cannot prophesy i tell you they will not move in the prophetic <laughs> hallelujah 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 so